chaos. You couldn't have opened that in the last like 40 minutes that we were here. (laughs) My Celsius, I need this. (laughs) Give me this. I'm so tired, guys. I'm so sorry. Hey, Ash. Hey, Taryn. (laughs) Did you know today's our 200th episode? (laughs) Okay, but like. (laughs) Was that like all the energy that you had? That was all I had. <laughs> I'm done for the rest of the day. <laughs> Y'all. Guys. Two? Two zero, zero. That's a long time. That's a, that's a big number. Taryn, that means we're, can we officially say that like we, we do this? We're, oh, we we're do, actual oh, podcasters. Oh, we do it. I still live in a world where I'm just faking it <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I really feel like because it's so fun and because we actually put zero effort into it. (laughs) Not zero, but like. She's not wrong. (laughs) Like the majority of our podcast is like you guys, like our UA fam. So it's like we just come and we just just bring the sunshine. Y'all do the hard work. You bring us stories and we're just here for a We bring our bubbly personality. (laughs) Or lack thereof today. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I'll carry us. <laughs> um, no, it's so I think it was like last week or the week before, Michaela, our producer, mentioned that it was our 200th episode coming mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. was just like so crazy. It's to me. wild. I was thinking back. I was thinking back. To not only to not only like talking to you about starting a podcast, but then I remember when we finally got here. Taryn and I on our first day like we're sitting in the parking lot and I was so nervous but then I wanted to like celebrate because I knew we'd look back and be like this is a good time so I packed (laughs) I packed a bottle of tequila figure it out okay you opened a freaking can you're allowed this you're allowed this okay god um so to celebrate I packed a bottle of tequila and we were gonna take a shot in the car (laughs) to to like celebrate us finally getting here to this point because a lot of planning and to calm your nerves and I was nervous yeah yeah you were so nervous um so (laughs) I brought tequila but I didn't have a chaser Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. All I had with me in my bag was a clementine. (laughs) A little cutie. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So to like (laughs) chase down the horribly like not great tequila that I brought. What time was it? It It was was probably like 1 1 p.m. (laughs) Oh, I thought it was in the morning. Oh, it might have been morning. I don't remember actually. Actually, it sounds like it was probably like a 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call. (laughs) Um, But all I had was a clementine. So we took the shot. And then and chased just it with a clementine, it. which it was a horrible it was, chaser idea. It was not a good. It was it not was a nasty. good choice. It was not a good choice. And um, yeah, I feel like I feel like I mean, it's our two hundred episode. Uh-huh. So if you're just joining us, welcome. Hello. <laughs> um, we're gonna just be like a little gushy and talking about um memories the in the podcast for the beginning. So <laughs> what else? Um, yeah. So like. I feel like we've like reminisced a lot like throughout different episodes, but um, it's so funny because I still remember we went to Reborn Coffee mm-hmm. on Beach Boulevard, uh-huh. and you were acting weird. Like I, I like specifically remember like I was like something weird is happening. Yeah, and you sat me down and you were like, "So I wanted to like ask you something," and you like the the build up. I was yeah. so nervous. I was like, "What did I do?" <laughs> or like. Is she like moving? Like what's yeah. happening? And it was just so cute because I had known like your passion for podcasts and your love for it and like you wanting to do it for so long. Mm-hmm. So it was just like such an honor for me that you asked me to do it. And I remember it was like such an easy, like the second you were like, would you want to do it with me? I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I don't need to know anything else. Like, yeah, this yeah, would be so I think fun. It was, I think around that time it was like a well-known fact that um, I wanted to start yeah. a podcast because I'd been listening to some, I'd been listening to them for years at that point and was like, this is something I want to do. And I also had had a moment where I was like, I'd been doing YouTube for a long time and I really felt kind of 
a little bit burnout, but more so like I, if this goes down the drain, <laughs> I've got nothing. <laughs> and I was like, I need to start like diversifying, which was something that was just kind of hitting me like that year specifically. It was a tough year. And I was like, I need to do more with my life. Like I need to change things up. And podcasting was such an easy, obvious solution to that yeah. because it has nothing to do with my YouTube channel. It's its its own thing, its own entity. Um and it's just something I enjoy. And it's still in the entertainment like field. Yeah. So everything just felt so natural and easy. I just had to figure out what the concept was. Yeah. And I knew I knew that I didn't have time to come up with content for it because I my channels uh takes up way too much time yeah. of that. So the again, the perfect solution was to have our listeners. <laughs> Give us the content. So basically, think you guys think we're creative. A fun little game. We no. just lazy. <laughs> I was like, they will bring us all the content. We're like, how can we get free riders? Yes, but make them think. And they'll bring us like at, at a certain point, you run out of like stories to talk about. But you can't when you have so many people yeah. sending you fresh original stories. Yeah. So it was honestly the perfect solution because it wasn't that much work on our part well also like i remember when we brainstormed we were like okay what are like because me and ash it's funny we are polar opposites in so many ways yeah but i feel Which like is why we get along yeah <laughs> but like at the core of the things that like interest us like that we do have overlap which is yeah. why we've like been able to connect so easy mm -hmm. and one of the things like i remember when we were brainstorming we had like our notebooks out and we're like what would we want to talk about um, we kind of just had this moment where we're like, we love people, mm -hmm. like we genuinely love people and we love when people tell us stories. Like yes. we both are the type I that like stories. thrive on like, oh, you have drama? Like tell yeah. me everything. Yeah. Like, But and, even like funny stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that was like, we kind of settled on like, okay, so like what if we just like have people write in, we talk about life situations, whatever, and again, we've talked about this before. We are primary, prime, our pri primary. <laughs> we primarily that's that's where the that's inflection the was meant to. Go. Um, thought it was going to be a very light, funny podcast. Yeah, and it's supposed to be like girl stuff, embarrassing Not gossip, stories, but like chit chat. And yeah, and um, so that's kind of like where we went in. Mm -hmm. And I don't even remember like what episode it started to shift. But it's funny because yeah. I was just talking to a friend who wants to start a podcast and they were like, what is your biggest advice? And I think if I strip down everything that we've done and we've learned, my my biggest thing is to like have plans but also have none because I think when you organically go into something and you let it become its own living thing and like move and shape, move and shift, I think that's when you get something beautiful because yeah. like imagine if we would have like put our foot down and been like no we're only reading funny stories yeah like we have hit some of like the heaviest topics you can hit yeah and we've also both like gone through really heavy things in life and mm -hmm. we've not only shared our experience but we've created the space that people can just come and feel safe to talk about the things that either nobody talks about or people avoid talking about yeah and I just think, like, there's so many times where, like, I think back on episodes and think about people writing us in being like, you you seriously have, like, changed my life and yeah. helped me so much. And it gets me, like, emotional because, like, what if we would have, like, never just listened to our our listeners, yeah. but also just, like, what felt right? Like, just, it's like, just allowed so it to cool. flow. Yeah, yeah, it's so cool. Oh, it's so crazy. Yeah, you guys have really taken, a, taken us down, like, a completely different trajectory than we thought the podcast was going to be, but like in the best way. Um, I we said this at our live show, but we are so grateful for you guys. We love you guys so much, and yeah. I feel like I learn so much because of the situations and stories that you guys bring to the table. Yeah, uh, for Taryn and us to talk about. A lot of times, I don't necessarily know how I feel, and by the end of the episode, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what I would do, you yeah. know, or here's how I feel about it, and it's because it's it's like this nice open table where yeah. we're able to discuss stuff in no, a safe it's place. It's so cool. It's so cool. Remember our Harry Potter closet? <laughs> Yeah. When we first started, <laughs> um, so we're signed with Studio 71. We They were in the process of building 
the original studio that we went to, the white one. Yes. Um, and they hadn't had it built yet and we weren't doing video yet. <laughs> so it didn't really matter where we recorded. So we were in this tiny, tiny little closet downstairs. Well, and it was COVID. It wasn't COVID yet. Oh, you're talking about, I the thought you were original. talking about the closet. You're talking about like our first episode our where first we recorded episode here. Yes, yes, here yes, yes, yes. was in this tiny little room <laughs> with like blankets on the walls and there was a random cat. There's cat a cat photo. There, yeah, it was just like this funny little closet that we recorded in and like did what our first 10 episodes there, I think. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. And um, I remember we've talked about this before too, but the the first episode and it was funny the way so our first photo shoot that was going to be for our cover art mm-hmm. and like announcing that we had a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like pooping my pants the whole time I was so nervous and you were like thriving and then when we came to the first episode I was like where's the mic at like point me to the mic like (laughs) I'm good to go and I was looking at the like the there was like a group of people standing in our recording room on our first episode it was like my manager my manager at Studio 71 and like these two guys who we hadn't met yet who ended up being our producers Um, (laughs) but like at the time I didn't know them so there was like two strangers there and essentially like two people that I don't necessarily want to like (laughs) sit and talk in front of like this. So I was very nervous for that first episode. And I was thriving. I was literally like everything in me was trying to not look at them. Yeah. Well, and, and we've said, I feel like everything we've said before, but like, we're just going to say it again. Um, Andrew had said that Mark like is not easy to make him, it's not easy to make him laugh or Mm -hmm. something. And that is the actual biggest challenge you can give me <laughs> yeah. because I've said before, I'm like Tinkerbell. Like if I can't make people laugh, then like I'll die. <laughs> so I was like challenge accepted. Mm-hmm. And then I remember the whole time, like he was behind me, but I kept like, I would ask Ashley, I'd be like, is he laughing? Or yeah. I'd like turn yeah. to look yeah. and I made him laugh multiple times. So. I mean, I was feeling great. <laughs> you did great though, Ash. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought it was really good. And obviously we're still here. I feel like I did okay. It didn't take you long. I feel like it was like the first couple episodes mm-hmm. where I could because I just know you so well, I could feel you kind of like it was very not forced, but almost like you were like I'm tr- like yeah. trying I'm to like, like break through okay, this. Okay, here's things to say cuz yeah, I was yeah, trying yeah. to like fill up the the space. But then but. I feel like you very quickly settled into yeah. cuz I think once you're like, "Oh, Yes, there's like people recording and whatever, but at the end of the day, I very rarely like look away from you. Like it's just us yeah. sitting and talking, which we do anyway. Yeah. So it's kind of nice, but uh, uh, happy 200 guys. I know. Happy 200. So exciting. Um what is if you like what's the first episode or story that comes to mind if you think of like one that stuck out the most to you? I mean, anyone that always asks me this, I always go with an October series story. Okay. <laughs> and I feel like I've said this before, but the the cornfield party yeah. <laughs> story. <laughs> I'm not kidding, guys. I think about it all yeah. the time. Like, yeah. I think about it probably once a month, yeah. at least. October series was very organic, too, how that started. Yeah, that wasn't planned. Also, I know a lot of my friends asked me, recently even like how the October October series started and I was like I've just always loved October I've yeah. always loved spooky stories I was like I don't I can't do a lot of scary movies and scary stories but I love spooky yeah and same. I love like a little like <gasps> no you yeah, know? Like, yeah, yeah a little a little gasp a little mystery like how did that happen I don't know I don't want to know like that kind of stuff um and so I remember talking to Taryn and we were like we should do like a scary, scary story. story yeah and then did it, we do like the promos and everything the first October? That was just a we just we like didn't went plan in. it. We yeah. just kind of it just was a happy coincidence, That's and we so cool. ended up sticking with it. Um, yeah, which I think the first one was our Harry Potter. That was epic. Right? Our first year of promos was very epic. It was very fun. Yeah, we need to step it up a little bit with our promos, but like I feel like our promos are great. They're great. Th- those were like theatrical productions. They were theatrical productions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Yeah, I think October series is like one of the funnest things that's come out of UA. Yeah, that was such an unplanned, pleasant surprise. Love it. That's definitely one of my favorite stories. I'm trying to think of like a regular story that also stuck with me. I, I don't know. They're all so good. I think, I think for me, I can't think of a specific episode, but I think for me, one of the things that always has like really impacted me is when people write in and they say like, I haven't talked to anybody, but like I felt safe to write in. Like Mm -hmm. that, that to me, the fact that I feel like in our world, especially now, like you're so scared of judgment. You're so scared of people's opinions. So the fact that people feel safe to not only share their story, but to open their situation to these two girls Mm -hmm. to put input. Cause that's scary too. Like letting people have opinions on like your life situations. So that's been really cool. And then I love to, when people write in and say like, Oh, your advice you gave like the other day, help me give advice to like a friend. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's cool to see how it like kind of ripples out too. Like it's not just, us talking about stories, but like we're also helping like people who are listening with how to handle situations in their own life. Yeah. That's been like really cool. No, I love it too. It's, I yeah. I'm just, I just love, I love <laughs> this podcast so much. Uh-huh. Like I genuinely do. Same. Yeah. Good times. Um, do we want to do a tearing it up? Do you yeah. want to like talk about tearing it up? Because uh, let's talk about tearing you it love up. it so much. Uh, it is my favorite segment. And I think again, that's because um, originally we, th- we thought we were coming in here to uh, tell funny stories and yeah. have girl talk. I don't know if you guys even know this, but we were in like the comedian category. Yeah. Cause that's, that was the whole plan yeah. of the I think podcast. We still technically are. I think we still yeah. are. It's definitely more in the like health and wellness um category yeah I think there's still a splash of but like comedy, our, but... our what's it called our bio is comedians yeah I remember the first time I read that I've never been called a comedian yeah because I feel like you can't give yourself that title mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it has to be given to you mm-hmm. and I'm not joking what it did to me <laughs> when I read that I was like I'm a I comedian. am funny <laughs> I am funny <laughs> I am laughter um yeah, wait, what were we talking about? <laughs> Taryn and Ups and how it all oh, yeah. started because Taryn has so many very yes. unfortunate, awkward, embarrassing stories. Yes. And we used a lot of them in the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, I feel like only almost every episode I would share a funny, embarrassing story that, that happened, happened to you. To me, yeah. Which I'm trying to think of what your main, the Mike Trout one. That was yeah, embarrassing. That was, Mike Trout one, the, um, High five invitation. Yeah. Wait. Rockstar. Should you should you just reset? Sure, I bet is, there's so many listeners also, that haven't heard um, it. when I tackled that dummy. Um which one which one do you want to know? I like the high five. Okay. <laughs> Let's Guys, set the scene. Welcome to one of the original <laughs> tearing it ups ever. Oh, you were you there for this one? No. I no, think you weren't there. Weasel was. No, no, no. It was Courtney and Ash. Smash. Oh, okay. Okay. So I love having crushes on people, mm-hmm. and I'm usually very uh, charismatic. I can flirt. I can talk to guys easy. But every once in a while, I'll have a crush on a guy who absolutely immobilizes me. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't function or talk. I feel like those are the best. <laughs> they are the best. Yeah. And they're the ones I want to, like, marry. <laughs> but I can't because I cannot speak to them. Yeah. So there's this one guy... Um, I had a massive crush on. He was my friend's husband's band's singer. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> so um, 
we went to we would go to the shows all the time and like my friends knew that I was like obsessed with this guy Mm -hmm. but every single time he tried to talk to me like I would do something really dumb so there was one show we were all in like kind of like a circle Uh and there was probably like 10 people in the circle so it was a little socially overwhelming if you get nervous yeah yeah and so he was across the circle from me Mm -hmm. and he um we were like saying bye and he kind of did this like weird step forward and just kind of like raised his hands and i <laughs> said oh is that a high five invitation <laughs> and everybody it just was like like record yeah. scratch like everyone just looks and then it's just him and me like looking at each other in the circle and he was like oh yeah, and he goes and he gives me a high five, and then I said, "Ow!" and <laughs> just walked away. <laughs> it was so bad—a high five invitation. <laughs> Who says that? No one. I do. Well, I mean, at least it's authentically you. <laughs> I mean, I guess because now that I I know you so much better now, I'm like, yeah, I guess that is something you would say. That is something I would say, but that was not like. I didn't mean to say it, and he didn't respond in a way where it was funny, so yeah. it was just, like, awkward. I had – well, this was more recently, but I had a, a moment where I had just met this group of people, and this guy was showing me around. This was at, like, church, and I was going to be joining the worship team, and it was this new group of people that I didn't know that yeah. well. And the leader was showing me around and like introducing me to everyone and showing me like where the recording studio is and and where all my stuff was going to be and blah, 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 blah. And then um, we were <laughs> how did I forget how this happened? Oh, is he this went a... to like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to we, he had to leave. So he went to like give me a high five. And I thought he was going in for a hug. <laughs> it's so awkward. And, you know, it's like the church group. So it's always like a, a nice side hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? With a little pat. With a little, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I started going in for the side hug. And, <laughs> like, he goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, like. It's I'm already I'm already here. So then he like my hand like 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 went past him, and then he went in to hug me, and it was just the most like <laughs> uncomfortable thing when when you're in the process and about to hug someone who clearly wasn't trying to hug he, you. Oh my gosh! And yeah, you don't so know them. Yeah, you know so it was awkward. so bad. There was no there was no getting out of it. And I just remember being like, well, <laughs> <laughs> that happened. There's that. <laughs> that was pretty mortifying. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any. I feel like you brought all the all the good content to the table. Let's yeah. Some up. of my favorite tearing ups that I can think of, the alcohol poem one. Yeah. That's still to this day. Like cracks me up when I think about it. Yeah. Um there was um there was someone someone wrote in a story where they were changing or and accidentally had their entire window open and, and like Kids saw, oh, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I the, do remember she, like, that one. She like glanced out the window and noticed like three three boys yes. were like sitting yes, there, yes, like yes. walking past, and happened to just worst timing ever. Yes. Um, what was the other ones? There's been the so tampon many. that like fell out on, or the wet pad, the pad, the used pad that, Ew, that fell was, out on the floor yeah, at the amusement park. That was bad. Um, my brothers where the masseuse fell asleep. Yeah. While massaging, <laughs> and then I had a masseuse <laughs> fall or massage therapist. You fall know asleep. what? I just had a really funny massage story. You did? Yeah. So I finally, before the day before Vlogmas, I was like, I'm treating myself. I'm going to go get a massage. My neck has been a mess for yeah. the past like two months. Um, and I hadn't had a massage in probably eight months. So I was like, I'm going to go. I tell the masseuse, the person there at the front desk, I'm like, I want deep tissue. Go deep in. Deep tissue. Yeah. So I, I That's get my in actual there. Nightmare. It's this little girl, which is always like, yeah. Can you do deep t- are you strong? Can you handle this? You know, Hush, don't um, judge people. I know, I know, but <laughs> no, I get it, I get it. So I, so I'm sitting there on the table, and she starts massaging, and I'm not kidding. She's like, 
And Needle what point. I'm doing with my hands is she's take, she's taking her like two pointer fingers and barely pressing into my shoulders. And at first I'm like, she's just warming up. She's just warming up. We're fine. We're fine. She's finding the she's spots just she's gonna tracing, like go into. And I can feel her like tracing down like yeah, your spine my muscles and like, and, like things, following yeah. everything. But she's barely pressing. She's not even using all four fingers. Like she's using like her her what? index and thumb. And I'm like, what is happening here? And you know how? I was going to say something, but I was like, every, it takes like 15 minutes and then they usually ask how the pressure is. So the second she oh, was like, true. hey, how's the pressure? I was like, you could go a lot harder. Yeah. She goes, okay. And then she starts going and it's the same. She adds the middle finger. And I am a, I'm a non-confrontational <laughs> person. So, so the fact that I even said you could go harder was kind of a big yeah. deal for me. This is even more. I go out of my way to say, oh, hey, did the person at the desk tell you I want I you wanted, did? You said that? Yeah. Wow. Did the person at the desk tell you that I wanted deep tissue? And she goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, <laughs> I was. At that point, did you just accept it? I or just were you accepted like fuming it, the whole time? I, no, I, I accepted it, but I was fuming. Like, yeah. There was nothing else I could do. I, I said everything I well, could. massages are expensive, They're too. They're so expensive. And clearly, she was. that's all she had. That's all she could yeah. bring to the table. So I just sat there silently, and I was in the worst mood. Like, I was like, this is doing nothing for me. Yeah. My dog could do better than this <laughs> if I had her walk around on my back. Like, yeah. this was such a waste of time. I was furious, but I could not get over the fact that she said, oh, yeah. Like, I know. She's like, this is yeah. deep tissue. And I was like, this is not. And you pay extra for deep tissue. You do. It's like 20 bucks extra. Did you say anything after? I was going to, but then I went with my boyfriend and he was sweet and treated me. Oh, you can't. And I couldn't. No, you can't. Yeah. That's I, not a good look. I know. I was, I literally walked out and he was sitting down and I went straight to the desk. I was going to pay and just be like, hey, I'm not mad. I'll still pay for everything. But just so you know, she can't do deep tissue. <laughs> I was literally going to say that. I had practiced it while well, I was laying yeah. there fuming in my rage. And then the lady goes, oh, you've actually, he paid for you. And I was like, I Thank loved you. it. Thank you. How did I say? <laughs> like, there was nothing to be done. Yeah. I felt weird complaining. So um, she's still out there. <laughs> Beware. Should we give her name so people can avoid? No, I'm just kidding. I'm uh, Samantha. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I I feel like it's so funny because, like, if you think about, like, what massage is, it's like, you're literally just like naked and a stranger's just like rubbing oil on you. Mm-hmm. So there's so many opportunities for like weird for stuff. Like weird, bad. Yeah. 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 Uh, great times. Um, also, it was funny because in our live show, I remember we had a moment. Um, this is, uh, we're wrapping up the reminiscing mm-hmm. right now. We had a moment where, remember we like look back at our pictures and then I said something where I was like, look at her. Like she... She didn't, or I, I don't remember how I phrase it, but I was basically like making a joke as like she was so innocent because like I've like <laughs> had to go to therapy since then. I like uh-huh. had an eating disorder, depression, like uh-huh. all these things. But it's so funny because I do like look back at like when we first started and I think we both have changed so much. So much. I mean, obviously that was, that was a long time ago. No, it was People, a long time was ago. almost and five like, years ago. COVID, like this is like pre-pandemic, like mm-hmm. We had no idea what, like, was in store, but it's cool that this has been, like, such a consistent thing in both of our lives and something that's always been positive. Like, I don't remember a time where I was like, oh, I have to go record. Like, I, this has just been always something that I look forward to and that I prioritize because I, like, want to. You know what I mean? It's, so it's just cool. You guys are everything to us. And if you're listening and you have been listening since day one, we appreciate you guys so much. And um, I don't know. I feel like everyone who has like any type of platform is like, we love you guys. Like that's like popular thing to say. But like, I don't think you guys understand that like we genuinely do. Like we leave and we talk about your stories still. Like anybody that comes up to us that says like, I listen to your podcast. Like I instantly feel connected to them. Mm-hmm. So ugh. Oh, I talk about your guys' stories guys. all the time yeah. in real life. People no, will be seriously. talking about like something going on in their life, and I'll be like, oh, my God, I just read this email on this yeah. on my podcast the other day, and she went through something similar, and here's what we decided, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. No, I, I literally time. before have been like, oh, my gosh, my friend, like this happened, and then I'm like, who am I talking about? What friend am I talking about? And then I'll be like, oh, Wait, it was the podcast. I don't know them. Yeah. <laughs> it was a story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
since we've reminisced a lot, I feel like we'll just do one story. Sure. Um, and I picked one that I feel like was our, like, <laughs> what we thought all of our episodes were going to be like. Yes. It's very girl talk, very, like, what should I do? It reminds me of, like, someone, like, if you're hanging out with a group of friends and your friend is like, okay, ladies, like, I need to know, like, who's on my side. Like, that kind yes. of thing. So um, I just, I don't know. When I read it, I was, like, feeling emo about our 200 and, like, what we thought our podcast was going to be like. So uh -huh. I thought this was perfect. So this one is titled, Time Sensitive, Who Has Dibs? Oh, nice. I love using dibs. Taryn loves using dibs. I call dibs on everyone, she even celebrities. She calls dibs on guys. We'll walk into well, our yes, grocery guys. store and she'll be like, dibs. <laughs> I'll be like, on what? On who? Like, what are we even talking that about? One. That one. <laughs> no, literally, like, my um, one of my old roommates... We would like be watching TV and like Justin Bieber would come on the screen and I'd be like dibs. She'd be like, Taryn, you cannot call yeah. dibs on Justin Bieber. And I'd be like, I just did. Oh, Anyways. No. Okay. Ready? Mm -hmm. Stop reading your story. Ash. pay attention to me. <laughs> Why? I can tell. Not, I know when I'm you're prepping. not. I know when you're not listening to me. <laughs> okay. All right. Hi, Ash and Taryn. I'm Addie and you can say my name. First off, I love you guys and your pod. And when in doubt, here is where I go for my girl advice. We love to give it. Mm -hmm. Now, sip your coffees, ladies. Sip your I Celsius. I wish I had mine. In the mic. Give us an ASR, ASMR. <laughs> I hope that was good enough. <laughs> um, sip your Celsius, ladies. And because this one's a doozy. So I have a cousin. Mm -hmm. Let's call her Nina. Mm -hmm. And uh, me and Nina went to the World Cup party last Tuesday and had a great time. I have been, I'm not even a soccer fan. I've been obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed. Yeah. I love, um, well, I got into soccer because when I, my first college I went to, because I went to like four, <laughs> um, I was, it was like, I was 18 and I was like, in my rebellious phase, which was so still so like cute and innocent. Um, but I made friends with this Irish guy, no Scottish guy. And um, he was on the soccer team. And at my school, it was this known thing that like all the soccer team was like all from like ev all over the world. And um, it was like a, a Christian school, but they were all the crazy ones because they just basically came for sports. And um, so I made friends with him and then I made friends with the whole soccer team. And that was my crew the whole year. Mm -hmm. And we got into like so much trouble, but it was so fun. But that was the first time I was like, wait, soccer is dope. Yeah. <laughs> like I had never watched soccer before that. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways. Wow. OK. So at this party, I saw a guy who I thought was really cute. While in a crowd, I pulled Nina aside and I pointed him out. She responded saying that she agreed and that this party had so many good looking guys. We partied for a while the whole time I was wondering if I should try to get his number. But then my dad showed up saying it was time to go. And because I didn't want to explain to him why I wanted to stay longer, I just decided to go. In the car, I shot Nina a text asking if she could try and get his number. But she didn't have her phone on her and never ended up getting the number. That night, I stalked everyone on Instagram trying to figure out who that guy was. Dude, I love a good, like, stalking challenge. You're pretty good at it. I'm so good at it. I think it's safe to say you are her in this situation. Yeah. There was the one I'm, I feel like I'm the most proud of was from like a dating app. And the only thing I, I could see half of a logo on his shirt. Mm -hmm. And it, and I could tell it was like an old like sports picture from like college or something. So I did so much research. I found the college it belonged to. And I traced back the years and looked up rosters of different like oh sports teams. And I found him. <laughs> Did anything happen? No. <laughs> but I found him. Okay. Um, stalked everywhere to find the guy, but nothing. I decided it was time to give up, shaking my head, thinking it just wasn't meant to be. Then, on Friday, I was scrolling through TikTok, and he popped up on my For You page. Oh. Weird. Dude, the, the algorithm knows everything. Yeah. It's listening. It's so scary. And watching. It's scary. What the heck? I swear it felt like fate or something. I tried to find his Instagram from there, but there was no link and no username on IG that matched his. So, 
yet again I gave up. So on Saturday, I was at a family get-together, and I saw Nina. I talked to her and showed her the TikTok I found, and her face went blank. Dun, dun, dun. She then said, wait, this is the guy you liked? I responded, yeah, why? She then told me she thought I was pointing to his friend and pulled up a video from that night showing like the guy I liked standing next to a different guy. Mm-hmm. I was confused, but everything seemed fine. And then she dropped the bomb and said that she went to a World Cup watch party and turns out that guy was there and her friend knows the guy. So she followed him on Instagram. I was flabbergasted, but what was more flabbergasting is in 30 seconds, he followed her back, swiped up on her story and um, about the soccer game saying something like, go team. And my heart was crushed. Turns out we both liked the same guy. Now, here's the thing. We're both kind of hesitant to do anything about it since we both think he's cute. At least I'm hesitant. I don't know exactly where she stands. For me, I feel like I saw him first rule applies, but then she also thought I was talking about some someone else, so I don't think it counts. Also, him DMing and following her back kind of indicates interest in her. So I think in that aspect, he is kind of hers to get. I don't know. I'm just bummed because I felt like it was fate and popping up on my For You page like that. What are the chances? I didn't even know his name, but he still popped up there. I think at this point I'm conflicted. I feel like he should have been mine since I confided in her about him first. But since she didn't know that and they follow each other, maybe that makes him her territory. I just don't want to harbor any resentment towards her if she gets him. But it just sucks, you know? Well, let me know your thoughts. Love you guys. Love Addie. And then she... Gave a picture of him. Cutie. He looks very saucy. Mm-hmm. So what should she do? This is this is like the definition of like girl talk. And I was dying because I know that I already know what you're going to say. He belongs to nobody. <laughs> Your dibs means nothing if he hasn't talked to you or even had a conversation <laughs> with you. He's not yours. And guess what? He's not hers either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's still very much up for grabs. And I, I've said this before to Taryn. That's why she's laughing so hard. But dibs <laughs> literally means nothing. It yes, means it does. If you are with, like, if you're out with girlfriends and Taryn and I both see a guy and we're both like, oh, my God, he's so hot. If Taryn goes dibs, that means in my head she gets to go, like, try to talk to him first. <laughs> She'll give me a 30-second <laughs> start. Yeah. You get to go try. Like, Ow. you get to shoot your shot first. That's yeah. how I consider dibs. If it doesn't work, I feel like the other person has their shot to take a chance. (laughs) And it doesn't – no one can be in trouble because they stole someone's guy because guess what? That's not your guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, So in my opinion, (laughs) he's neither of your guys's and you still have a shot to go get him. Yeah. He's not hers either. Yeah. He's just a friend on Instagram. Yeah. It's because she got to talk to him first. But baby girl, you haven't said anything yet. You haven't even introduced yourself. You got to go talk to him. He doesn't know you exist yet. Yes. Yeah. So you can't, what you're doing is you have this fantasy in your head and you're you're getting upset at your friend, but you haven't actually taken a step towards pursuing this guy. Yeah. So you need to go shoot your shot because he's not hers either. He's just out there. <laughs> That's how I, I see it. <laughs> it's so funny because me and Ash always like, We'll have these conversations about like this topic yeah. just and for like, years <laughs> from like not even between like it's never been a actually the, mm, have we ever had a crossover? I don't think so. I don't think so either. The only one I can think of is um there was one there was yeah. one guy, but it's same thing. It was I had had two people say, oh, my God, Taryn, there's this guy. I think he would be perfect for you. Uh-huh. So I had already like see that's the issue. There are girls or women, boy, I'm sure every, yeah. <laughs> humans, humans, who are like me, who our fantasy life in our head is so freaking realistic uh-huh. that I don't even have to know the guy and I've already started to feel like we're dating, like yes. in my mind, whereas you're a very like realistic, like logical person. For sure. So I feel like it's hard for you to understand how intense like your mind can get. But I disagree because I felt like something we talked about on this podcast before is I have a very bad daydreaming problem where I have 
been on a flight with a hot guy and fully pictured our lives together, our relationship, our kids. So I know how intense it can be. But my logical side, but that's the difference. Haven't done a damn thing about it. Your logical side kicks in a lot easier than I think some other people, which is like normal. Like we all think different. But oh, but what I was saying about that one guy. So then, but nothing had happened. But I had already started being like, oh my gosh, there's this guy. Like how exciting! Everyone says we'd be perfect. Like Uh whatever. And then you came home. From like you had like your circle had intertwined with his somehow and you were like, oh my gosh, this guy asked me on a date and you told me who it was. Yeah. But I think like I had told you about it. So I remember when you told me you were like, hey, Mm -hmm. this guy asked me on a date and it was like this unspoken like I'm just making sure like, yeah, is this weird? And I think that's where when you are like really close friends with someone and you even have an inkling of like, wait, is this weird? Yeah. That's the most important part is that you just for check sure. in. For sure, for you sure. You just check in. And I remember like, I was like, at first I was like, oh, but then I was like, wait, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't even know him like at all. Exactly. And so then it was easy for me to step back because I was like, obviously I want the best for you. Yeah. And if that's your person, then like, why would I stop you from like, a person told me like we would be good together. You yeah, know what I mean? And I, th- and I think the thing that girls struggle with a lot, and I've this podcast has only confirmed that for me, <laughs> is that girls go full, full force into that could be your person. Yeah. Full force into, oh, he could be your husband one day. When statistically he's probably not. Yeah. They're probably gonna go out on one to three dates and it'll end. Yeah. So instead of being like, oh, he's gone forever, he chose her. Like, no, he's not. He's taken her out to see if it's like a good fit. Guess what? It wasn't. Yeah. And that guy that we're talking about, he's still out there. So like if Taryn was like, you know what? Like, I think I do like him. I think I wanna try. Like yeah. he's still an option. Just like this guy out here, anonymous is still an option. And if you are feeling weird because she's friends with him, then maybe you just need to have one of those conversations like, hey, I know you got his Instagram and blah, 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 blah. But like, would it be weird if I go try and like, yeah, hit on him? Is it weird if I go flirt with him? Because obviously your friendship's more important. Yeah. This guy means nothing. Also, I'm assuming they're younger. That's the vibe I'm getting because she said like her dad picked her up. So So I feel like it's different when you're younger because things feel so much bigger. For sure. Um, The part part in this that would would affect me is I, I don't think I could, and we've talked about this before and this is one way I think like we don't, our opinions don't line up. I don't think I could date a guy knowing like he used to be interested in my friend or like my friend was really into him because for me, I don't want to ever have any like weirdness of like if we end up dating and then like we're at a party and you guys have a weird interaction. I don't even want that to be like a thought in the back of my head of like, oh my gosh, like does he regret choosing me or like, oh my gosh, is she still crushing on him even though we're dating? Right. So like, I think, especially with it being a cousin, like I feel like you just need to like, if she's already talking to him and you literally have never, he doesn't even know you exist. I feel like you need to kind of like, just let it go. And then if nothing ends up happening with them and your circles pass or cross again, and then you want to be like, hey, hey Nina. Yeah. Me and this guy actually have kind of hit it off. Like, I just want to make sure it's cool since, like, nothing really happened with you guys. Then cool. But I feel like, I don't know. Like, I feel like my first instinct would be, like, I need to just, like, take the L on this one. Like, that's just my first, like, thought would be. I agree. It's not ideal to be dating someone or be in a relationship with someone that has had feelings slash been in a relationship with someone you know also. Yeah. Um, I will say though, and this is what Taryn and I have talked about, um, it's so common. Yeah. It's so common. We've all watched One Tree Hill. We've all watched High School. Like <laughs> everyone, everyone has like small groups of friends. And unfortunately in the dating scene, especially in high school, yeah, you, there's yeah. only so many options. So like it's actually really common to go out with someone who used to go out with a friend of yours. Um, it does get stickier, I think, the older you get. But then I feel like it comes back full circle. Like imagine, 
I, you know, I'm, I'm 50 something and I get divorced like, and I'm in maybe a smaller town, not in LA. LA would suck too, but like the dating pool even gets smaller. So Mm -hmm. the odds of you ending up dating someone who has dated or been married to someone, you know, in the past, like, it's just so, I don't know. It's way more common than you think. No, I think the solution is com. Conversating, yeah. <laughs> and I think the solution is talking openly to your friend about it. Yeah. So, and I think differentiating, like, like you were infatuated with him because you saw him from afar, and you've had all this time to be like searching for him in the TikTok, and it's easy to like to get wrapped up in that. Oh my god, this is meant to be. Look at all these signs. Mm-hmm. But I think it's different from like. You know, if this was a guy like you've known for years, you guys are friends and you've told your cousin over and over how you're like in love with this guy and you yes. like, re- that's different. Yeah, that's this the, is, the summer I turned pretty. Like that was yeah. her crush. Like, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. No one's allowed to touch him. No, like, yeah. That's different than this guy. This is like, this sucks, but like you'll bounce back. And I feel like you just need to prioritize like your relationship with your cousin because yeah. you guys are family and friends. Like that comes first. Yeah, you want so, that relationship yeah. in a good place. But oh my gosh, I it's so funny because like I think because my life is so drama free because like I'm just a freaking old maid <laughs> in my apartment by myself pl- playing with Legos. <laughs> um, I like I when I hear like drama stories, like I just love it because I'm like <laughs> I miss those days when you're like. Oh my god! Like so and so, like I like went and hung out with my crush. Like, what do I do? You know what I mean? Like, I actually I just went to a party this weekend where I witnessed something crazy. So these I know I know I'm good friends with one of these girls, and I've gotten to know her boyfriend really well. And then at this party, I met this other girl and her boyfriend. Turns out that. The guys are best friends, used to be super, super close. They're still close, but not as close as they used to be. And they were dating the other girl. And so. What? (laughs) The guys used to be best friends. Okay. And they were dating each other's girls. Shut up. Like a that's how they all swap. met. Like they were all friends. They all lived together. Like and they, they basically just and they swapped girlfriends. girlfriends. Yeah. <gasps> and they're all still friends. Like they don't live together anymore, obviously. And they um, aren't as close, she said, as they used to be. But they still like hang out all the time. They all go out to dinner that's all the time. Nuts. It's crazy. It's absolutely. I was like, whoa. Like I, I do think it is a little more extreme. I don't think it's common. I don't, I don't, I'm not recommending it. But in a but weird just saying, way. Whoa, that's kind of crazy. Like that almost would be the only way that you could do it without hard feelings because it's even. Yeah. It's like, it's like, a it's weird... not like, oh, like me and you, like you start dating my ex and then I bring yes. this new guy around and I'm like, I like, she's with my ex. Yes. It's like, you're with each other's ex. Yes. And a big component obviously is there was no cheating. There was no yeah, like, yeah, yeah. filthy, like you know, disrespectful, anything happening. It just ended up being that way. And they're all still like really good friends and they hang out all the time. And I was, I was like that, that's like a, that's like a one tree hill thing. That's that's like like a, how I met your mother. That's like sleeping with Barney and then she's sleeping with, you know, like that's movie. It's just interesting, but wow. It it can happen. You just have to have really good (laughs) communication with who is important in that. (laughs) In your circle. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> See, I love talking about stuff like this. I know. I want to make it very clear. If you have fun, like, girl talk, relationship stuff that you want to talk about, please bring it. Write it in. I want to hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's – I think we all love just, like, the drama of, like, life in these situations. Yeah, especially like yourself in that situation. Yeah, especially those of us who, like, aren't in it. Like – same. Like, I love when there's, like, situations where I'm like, ooh, I've never been in that, but, like, this is what I would do. Yeah. Um, and I remember having a crush on a guy and then realizing, like, he was more into my friend and being like, oh. Literally my entire like- childhood. <laughs> my entire childhood. And it's, it's, it's one of those things. So you're definitely not alone. And I don't know. But to be, also- clear, to be clear, my answer to this is he's nobody's. He He's is fair game. nobody's. You thinking you can't have him now, that's all in your head. So if you really like him, you still have an opportunity to go do something about it. And that's all. I'm I'm done. 
But I, dude, I am. So I, I empathize with you because mm-hmm. literally me, I will literally be like, feel like someone's cheating on me when they start dating someone else. When I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, we've actually never met. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess you can. <laughs> but yeah, I feel you. Two hundred episodes. Two hundred. That's a big deal. This. We should have brought champagne. We should have popped some bubbly, some yeah. clementines, <laughs> some <laughs> some tequila shots and clementines. The worst. It's <laughs> disgusting. Um, well, guys, honestly, like, we can't thank you enough. We, I feel like our, like, we genuinely are nothing without you. So just as much, like, you guys are always telling us how much, like, joy we bring to you. The feeling is so mutual. Um, yeah, we would love, I mean, just, if you think about it, like, DM us your favorite story or... Something that you love about the podcast, mm-hmm. and so that's all the all the fun relationships, all the mems, uh, yes. Stuff. Um, but we genuinely love you guys so much, and thank you for joining us on this like journey. crazy journey. Yeah, two hundred, baby, baby. Here's to two hundred more, baby. Air cheers. I don't know why I thumbs it up, but I don't know. I was like, <laughs> I copied fine. you too. I didn't even question it. I just did it. <laughs> All right, guys. You already know. We love you the mostest. We'll see you in the next oh, episode. Ash. Oh, I thought we were getting away without it. No. <laughs> this is, this one's so dumb. You're going to hate this. Okay. You're genuinely going to hate this. Well, then don't read it. <laughs> I want to. Okay. <laughs> I'll never forget the last thing my grandpa said before he kicked the bucket. He said, <laughs> Dear God. He said, Hey, how far do you think I can kick this bucket? <laughs> See, that's not funny to me. Okay. That's not funny to me. That's a great example of what I don't like. It's good. But you already See, know, guys. That's not like a dad joke. That's dad humor. There's a difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when my dad tells the waitress, she's like, would you like another Dr. Pepper? And he's like, no, thanks. I'm driving. Like yeah. that's dad humor. Yeah. Which I don't think you like dad humor. You Dad jokes you're like, eh, about, but you don't like I dad humor. I think there's humor. good dad jokes. There that's are, what I'm there saying. There are some that are like But dad humor funny. is different. Like that's like, dad I humor. I like puns. I like punny stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> you already know, guys. <laughs> you made it to the dad joke. We love you the mostest. Uh, send us all your funny, lighthearted stories because we love them yes. and we are excited for 200 more. Yes, we are. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.